Three, two, one. Wyatt, how are you? Woo! Brett Bartholomew Cunnilingus Irwin, how are you? <laughs> all right, all right, okay. <laughs> Pretty good. Are you enjoying this pandemic or No, I'm not. Why not? No. Why not? I'm getting sick of being inside. Oh, welcome to... Um... Sick of walking to the kitchen and back. I'm eating like shit. No, HelloFresh. Is HelloFresh still looking after you? Uh, you foods. Sorry. Got it wrong again. Every time. Mm. Uh, no, they're not currently. I was making food, but now every time I go to the store, I get judged for picking up more than one chicken thigh. So i just been eating shit. Oh, okay. But they're still running, you foods? Still yeah. doing their drop-offs? Yeah. They'll be killing it right now, surely. Oh, 100%. Surely. 100% they'll be killing it. You know what, um, you know how the stock market's crashed and everything? You, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Whoever knows that, <laughs> you should know that by now. Oh, I've just been buried in me work, mate. <laughs> Guess uh, which stocks went up during this uh, pandemic? What? Afterpay stock. Oh, yeah, through the roof. My mate Billy, he, he bought um, loads of stock in all the banks. Like when it went down, and he's yeah. already made money back. He's done well, but then it's dropped again. It's real volatile, as everyone knows. But yeah, he was looking into it, and he says, "Man, get in afterpay if you can invest into anything." Because I want to get on um, Elon's oh. dick and start, start investing in Tesla. But those shares are incredibly Tesla, expensive. Uh, I don't know. You'd be better off in SpaceX, I think. Yeah. Yeah, true. Or the boring company. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, dig those holes. Dig a pit. Big mm. pit. <laughs> <laughs> Just dug a pit. Every time he says pit, the fucking socks go up. <laughs> until, until he has a drag of a joint, then, he's, uh, then it's downhill. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so I can't wait for him to come back and do it again. On the Joe Rogan podcast, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah, it was, I reckon it was his most. It has to be his top rated. Um, hand me a cup. I'll fix us a drink. You keep talking, yeah, mate. You, you go. keep talking. I'm just gonna quickly um go on Joe's um Facebook and see. I bet you by far. What do you reckon's the top two of Joe Rogan's most watched um videos? Oh, the one, Alex Jones. He's probably not. Which one? one? Which one? The first one or the second one? Alex Jones returns or the other one? I think Alex Jones. Ret- oh, it's either that or Sober October. No. Okay, here we go. Sort by most popular. And we have Elon Musk on 32 million. And Alex Jones returns in second on 18 million. Oh, close. <laughs> no, we weren't. That's double. <laughs> Jesus. But yeah, anyway. So um, Enough about that, mate. Are you working- Talk about your own podcast. <laughs> stop sucking his dick. Should we stop this? No. Move on. To to <laughs> I actually, I have stopped myself listening to it recently because every time it's just coronavirus is coronavirus that. Yeah. That's all it's anyone's like, talking about. Fuck's sake. Overhearing about it. Yeah, it's, it's our it's our life now, unfortunately, mate. Mm. So you're working at home full time. I'm not. My employee yeah. thinks I need to be at work, which is fair enough. Yes, very fortunate. But yeah. There are those. So you're sleeping in? Like so, No, not really. Not yeah. really. The day just drags on, if you do. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah. Thank you, mate. There you go, mate. Oh. Oh. Drink. Um, so yeah, we've got an interesting podcast tonight. Oh, it's we've, been one that's been in the pipeline for a while, hasn't it? Yeah, we've had it since about episode two, we had it in the pipeline, but it keeps getting pushed back. You know I tried to replicate this drink over the weekend, after you introduced me to it. The drink is what? Wild turkey and uh, dry ginger ale. Yeah, buddy! And I just couldn't replicate it. It didn't taste good. I don't know what it is. Maybe. I don't know where you get your ginger ale. Just in, in Brett's household, but it tastes good. <laughs> you just, you've got something different. I yeah. don't know. You, what uh, what ginger ale were you buying? Schweppes. Oh, see, I'm, I'm an Audi man. As soon as I hit the age of 30, I was like, forget everyone else. I'm old now. I shop at Audi. <laughs> Literally did that, I kid you not. 
And how did you shop at Audi Go today with all the maps? Oh, coaster. Um, it wasn't too bad, man. I went on Saturday the other week and it was a bit of a nightmare. I got there at 9.30. There was a huge line. I told the missus, no way. And we got back in the car <laughs> and we just went back home. Uh, but today we went around lunchtime on and it's a Friday today. And it was, um, it was chill. No one was in there. Everyone's was calming down. People, but I think because it wasn't a weekend. People are still working, aren't they? That and those uh, social distancing laws are getting a bit more in your face. In your grill. Cops are getting up here. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how much I believe of that. I guess it's so foreign, the idea of being fined for just being out. I find it hard to believe. <laughs> Until it happens to me, then I'll be like, oh, shit, you weren't kidding? I seen the news today, some bloke got fined a thousand bucks for eating his kebab in public. Just really? Probably clickbait. It's probably bullshit. No, no, man. Back the bait. Back the bait. Technically, we're breaking social distancing rules right now. Get, man, if you want to go on this, I could talk about my work life. <laughs> and I can tell you how the contradictions are just gnarly. But let's not get into that. Because as you said, everyone's had a gutful. Maybe maybe next week we'll have um, some good conspiracies and for here the we corona. Are talking about it. Here we the are. Corona effect. Yeah, the cro- yeah. Did you, did you just coin that? <laughs> it's another one. That's a good one, yeah. It's the corona effect. Talking about the same shit everyone else is talking about. Yeah, everyone loves it. It's like, fuck. Well, it's just, it's changed our lives totally, so it's, it's for good reason. Just wondering how far, how much longer it's going to go on. No one knows, mate. What no else is going to happen? Who knows? Interesting. Interesting. Maybe we'll start killing each other in the streets. I don't know. Purge. New yeah. Purge movie, eh? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. Tell you what I did last night, bro. I'm not sure. I could take a guess. Much to the old, the oldies' uh, disgust. Go on. I'd never seen Roadhouse. Oh yeah, Have you seen Roadhouse? Family Guy joke about it all the time. Eh? Roadhouse no. when he does the kick or, or whatever no. he's doing. Peter's never. Doing. Uh, Chuck Norris is it? No. <laughs> no, no. Patrick Swayze. That's yeah, Swayze. Yeah, Swayze yeah. boy. Mm. He dead, eh? He, <laughs> <laughs> he died. A few he years very back. dead. Mm. Uh, How did he die again? Was it pancreatic cancer? I don't know. I don't know. We have got Google at our fingertips, but let's go with... I don't know. No, I'm fine now. How was it? Did you enjoy it? Uh, I did. I did. Fuck, he spells his name weird. S-W-A-Y-Z-E, I would imagine. That is right. That is right. And then there's that sort of like uh, calm... uh, What what is it? They're called Swayze. He's like a musician. He does like all those sort of like beach vibe songs and everything. Do you remember him? Swayze? No. (laughs) Okay, no worries. Mo- moving on, moving on. Roadhouse. Roadhouse, what do you got? <laughs> oh, I just thought it was good. Yeah, you know uh, what I downloaded? And then when I said uh, pancreatic cancer. No, mm. crazy. Rest Not in peace. Good. I um, Not I good. Down- I done the, the major mistake a lot of people are doing during this pandemic. I downloaded Contagion. I haven't mm. watched it yet, but I plan on watching it pretty mm, soon. That's the one with Matt Damon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have seen it, but I forget. Didn't take long for posts about that to come out on Facebook. Yeah. This movie was made in 2011. It's basically depicting everything that's happening. Trickle it out to society that's to get like, them used to no, it. No, it's not. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. What was the other one? Oh, the other one was fucking... And this was even dumber. It was... Someone put a post out and said, I'll go to this movie on Netflix. It's this Asian film about this fucking coronavirus. Yeah, I've seen it. The, the, I spoke with my mate the other day. He told me to turn it on. He made me turn it on. It was something tourist. What was it called? I don't know. But anyway, coronavirus is like a family of viruses. Yeah. So it wasn't that far-fetched. But people were just like, holy fuck. How did we not see the future? And it's like, Jesus Christ, calm down. Yeah, it's... um. 
I wish I could remember what it's called. It's not the tourist. It's something tourist for anyone that gives a crap. And yeah, it, it is Chinese. It had all subtitles and everything. Tell you what is freaky though. What? That movie Tangled. Isn't that like it's an a animated? Disney yeah, animated yeah. film. I forget what the uh, relevance is. All I know is that there's something in that movie that um, and that like it's links to the kingdom name, and the name of the kingdom is Corona. I can't actually remember that. Yeah, the word Corona's been knocking about for ages. This is the Still, Corona effect again? Why? What are you know, doing? I know. It just doesn't stop. I just it load, doesn't take a break. Bro. I loaded up Tangled, and it looks like the, the girl from Frozen. Is it? Yeah, I don't know. Our young listeners out there, all our 13 and under, can you uh, just hit us back and let I us know? I doubt there's any 13 and under. Maybe. Maybe. You never know. I hope not. Crazy world. I hope so. More the merrier, mate. More the merrier. I hope not. Did you end up watching that video that uh, Toby tagged us in? Shout out to um, Yeah, Toby. what a champ, what, eh? Uh, like, he sent us a few things now. Aren't it? I don't want to get it wrong. I don't know. He sent us a UFO thing in, uh, in Melbourne. That there was uh, some UFO sightings that he, he wanted to share with us, which was cool. And I forget the other one. What was the other one he sent? Oh, uh, you, it was you bring your MacBooks playing up again, is it, mate? <laughs> oh, mate, unbelievably. No, he, t- he replied to the link to our last episode about ASMR. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I'm just trying to get his full name. It was um, properly it shout was, him out. It was baby ASMR uh, videos, wasn't it? Or kids doing ASMR. Yeah, it was really disturbing. Yeah, it's a bit oh, weird, isn't it? Yeah, I couldn't. It's just, but like, this is what parents do. They, they cash yes. in on their kids. Toby on it. Yeah, Toby. Doing well. Cheers, mate. Keep coming. Um, that's what, what um, parents do, though, don't they? Uh, put them to work. How's like, I don't one, think one of the parents top... put them to work. I think there is some intuitive kids out there that say, hey, this is kicking off. I'm going to jump in. Maybe, maybe. And then sometimes they jump in just a little too far, but... You know the uh, the kid that reviews toys? How he's like, worth yes. multi-multi-millions? Yes. You know yes. he's not editing those videos. You know how no. hard it is, mate. No. <laughs> His parents are doing that shit. Talented young kids out there, mate. Maybe, maybe, maybe. All right, let's get it rolling. Let's what else see. we got? I don't know. Well, I went and watched you play soccer the other week before everyone got shut down. That was that was nice. Me we want to talk about that, do we? Me and your missus on the sideline, just just chanting your just name. Biggest cheer squad. <laughs> we were loving it. Yeah, just seeing me run around there with the fucking half a lung. Yeah, yeah you were struggling. <laughs> come off after twenty minutes because I couldn't fucking breathe. Yeah, I noticed you enjoying the bench a bit. Yeah, I was. I was. <laughs> But it was a weird game to watch because, you know, man, I love, love football. And, um, yeah, it was a really interesting first half. And then this, the other team just threw the towel in in the second half, didn't they? they just yeah, it's a bit of bullshit. Yeah. What were they saying on bullshit. the field? Oh, mate, they just complained that the ref wasn't giving the decisions their way enough. The ref was pretty weak, to be fair. Yeah. We didn't mind him. Then <laughs> um, their coach started blowing up. So then they started chucking tantrums. And uh, shout out to Mounties, Div 1. Under 21s, I think you were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Sportsmanship. Um, but you guys aren't under 21s, which I'm not thinking that was weird. I'm like, the, all the adults. Falls. Yeah, yeah. But it's just a. Well, we were because the soccer season has been postponed. Yeah. So. So it's just a trial match. But yeah, they started um, just throwing the game. Yeah. And I remember. Goalkeeper um, was stepping aside, letting the balls fly in. Yeah. Real just, under eights type shit. Yeah, it was like they were just upset and they're like, just you score. It's not fair. And I just remember going, wow, what's that coach doing? He's the one that was propagating it. He was fucking... I could see he was, like, encouraging it, wasn't he? Yeah, he was the one that started blowing up. How's that for some management? That's as good as it gets. That's what it goes back to, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Everything's management. They had a great team. I remember at the end, they had, like, a striker, that big African dude. He was killer. Yeah. He was killer. And in the second half, for some reason, I think the manager just had the shits. He put him in left back. 
I remember yelling at him, going, dude, what are you doing left back? <laughs> he was tearing us up on the fucking left side, so. Yeah, but he should have been up front. It was absolutely ridiculous. But yeah, that I manager. I don't know where they put him. And how was the manager at the end going up to Nicky, the, the guy in your team? Is he captain, Nicky, in your team? Nah, Nabil. Oh, okay. But I remember the, the coach was going up to Nicky trying Shout to. Shout out um, to Billy. Trying to um, poach players. He was asking about Daniel and a bunch of the other guys. Like, saying, is he under 21? Is he under 21? Nicky was <laughs> Nicky's a funny kind of... He was just like... Some people was like, no, mate. No. No. I'm sure none of them are anyway. But, uh, <laughs> I'm excited to get Nick on. Yeah, we'll get him it's on gonna soon. Be good. It's going to be good. As soon as long... we can all see each other again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Although, he's had the flu, so stay the fuck away from us, Nick. Yeah, we'll see you in a few months, Nicky. <laughs> we'll, watch your, we'll watch your live stream tonight. That's about it. Yeah, good on him. Loads of people are obviously doing that now, aren't they? Like, jumping online to, to bring entertainment to everyone. He is... Uh, he's calling it Nicky P's Quarren Stream. <laughs> Quarren stream <laughs> live every Friday, seven thirty PM. Yeah, singing nice. a few songs, a few classics, yeah. having a bit of a chat, a Q and A. Yeah, he's covering all bases, really. Yeah, there so you go. get around it. That's tonight, yeah. Mm-hmm. Jeez, it is tonight. Gonna have to Last check it out after this. Yeah, we will. We'll be done in just in time. But it um it reminds me of um speaking of football, Sir Alex. Like, you mean the great god, Sir Alex yeah, Ferguson. Yeah. Isn't it funny how, how great of a management he was? Talking about like doing it properly. Like, literally led you know... Mate, you in that coaster. <laughs> oh, no, I... Literally I led... don't learn any lesson. We can do a compilation of like <laughs> us doing that exact noise through every episode. We should invest in new coasters, but anyway. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> and now you're thinking the root, root point of the problem. Like, what he done for United was amazing. And I never forget, though. Nobody because... forgets. Because um, nineteen, yeah, yeah, but Bosnich, because Mark Bosnich, is, oh. he's an Australian. He's I like, hate Mark Bosnich. Really, I hate him. Hate him, do you? He's a flog. You sick of seeing him at he's Star f- Casino? <laughs> <laughs> that and his fucking Dubai or whatever the fuck it is. They, to, what do you toupee. call it? Toupee, <laughs> whatever the fuck. <laughs> oh, slander. Know, you reckon he's got a toupee on? Hundred percent. Maybe. Let me. Mm. <laughs> oh. Do you think Trump has a toupee? No, Trump's my boy. <laughs> oh, you're going to be evicted if you keep that shit up, mate. Man, he's I like, even flipped it over. I'm looking at photos now. He's not wearing a toupee. He just had the parted hair. Remember, like the '90s? Oh, yeah, I'm going to part my hair like one of the Backstreet Boys. And it looks like he never got over that, and he's still rocking that. He does still rock it to this day. I haven't seen him in a while, but mm. which oh. has been good. It's been refreshing. Yeah, I reckon. But no, no. He made a league worse. What was he doing for a league commentary? Commentary. Yeah, okay. it's just horrible. I'd loaded up some info about um, Ferguson because I read Ferguson's book, like when he uh, when he retired, and there was this whole like chapter, not a chapter, it was like a few pages about Bosnich, and God, it made me laugh. <laughs> and I just loaded up for us. So it says, uh, "Mark Bosnich was a terrible professional," Ferguson said. Uh, we played down at Wimbledon, and Bosnich was tucking into everything: sandwiches, soups, steaks. He was going through the menu. I told him, "For Christ's sake, Mark, we've got the weight off you. Why are you tucking into all that?" And then we arrived back to Manchester and Mark was on the mobile phone to a Chinese restaurant to order a takeaway. Is there no end to you? I just couldn't Can't make do that anymore. I just couldn't make an impact on him. <laughs> That's Fergie going, no, I just can't can't work with this guy. <laughs> but how he, long was he there for? I should know this, but how long was he there for? Uh, I would say two years. That's just a guess. Because they had a real problems, remember? And then we got us. Edwin. Was Bartes before um, Bosnich? I don't know. Remember Bartes? He was sick. I do not know, mate. But yeah. Anyway, I just thought we'd talk about that because uh, as, as uh, even just, though I'm a Liverpool fan, I do miss Sir Alex. I miss how sort of legendary 
Everyone does. It was. <clears throat> but it's good news for the pool, so fuck him. See you in hell. See you in hell, sir Alex. <laughs> Mate. One shout out. That's all you, you get from me. If you win the title, <laughs> it's in the worst fashion that any team has ever won the title. No. <laughs> I reckon fucking classic Liverpool. You can't even. It was funnier when it was going to be just your team bus going down the mm. streets in the UK to like empty streets. That was when it was going to be funny, but now it's just it's not as good when you can't even do that. Did you hear the latest gossip of how they're going to finish the league? No, for the English Premier League. They're going to have like a World Cup style over the span of June and July. Oh, yep. You, d- yeah. you did tell me this. And they're going to be yeah. in the Midlands of, of England. And yeah, just bust it out. Just get it done. And you know who's keen? The government. <laughs> Why do you think? Because of the money it's going to bring in. <laughs> so yeah, it might happen. I doubt it. I, I doubt it. But I, I, we all, I speak for every EPL fan that, fuck, I hope it happens. Imagine that. Could be good. Does sound good. And imagine if we're all in isolation, just watching Premier League every day. It'd be next level. And uh, almost 80% of those players get coronavirus. Be good. No, no, they're in isolation. I don't ruin it. <laughs> okay. Oh, wait. Have you, um, everyone's talking about this. Talk about the corona effect. Have you, have you experienced the, uh, the Tiger King effect? Carol Baskin. <laughs> yeah, Fuck you, Carol Baskin. Nice, nice. <laughs> is that a name? Great. Did you watch it all? Oh, it is a name. Yeah, yeah. And you, uh, how much do you watch? You watched it all? Uh, almost. Yeah? Almost. Seven episodes, isn't there? How open should we be about it? I don't want to ruin it for everyone. Yeah, I, th- I don't think most people have seen it. I haven't yeah. seen the last episode, though, so I don't... Oh, it's a good one. Do you so, see um, Old Mate has got... Uh, Joe Exotic yeah. has got coronavirus? No. Yeah. Taken out of jail today. Really? Yeah, got coronavirus. Wow, that's next level. <laughs> Conspiracy. It's actually news, yeah? Yeah. I don't trust you, Wyatt. <laughs> First Harvey Weinstein, coronavirus. Has to be taken out of jail. And now Joe Exotic. Yeah, wow. He, um, he was a previous presidential candidate. And then a government candidate. Yeah, his husband. He must be protected at all costs. Yeah. Or eliminated. Joe's husband came out in the last 24 hours and said exactly what you just said. He's got it. Which one's his husband now? Fucking... That's the saddest thing. Did you see one? Yeah, I've seen the one. Yeah. So Travis, had... his name Travis. Yeah, he shot his, shot his brains out. I just couldn't get over the, the footage of the bloke. It's like standing there. The reaction where he's yeah, just he's like standing there, for, sitting frozen, there. Frozen. Mm. Frozen. Mm. As he said, because uh, they interviewed that guy, didn't they? And he says, it's not like it's not like in the movies. It's just like he went into total shock. You could see. Mm. So, and then he thought he was joking. He got up and like telling him to get up. What are you doing? Get up. Why well, not joking? Yeah. But the scary thing, without giving too much away, this is where I lost respect for Joe Exotic. Two and a half months later, so everyone out there, he he had two husbands. Joe Exotic's gay. Had two husbands. He's gay, but the partners aren't. Yeah, yeah. They just love Joe. That's the catch. And if you watch Tiger King, everybody, you'd understand why. He's a very lovable character. But, um, yeah, then his, his second husband shoots his brains out and kills himself. And then two and a half months later... Joe finds a new man and marries him. <laughs> <laughs> Where it takes, I just, it's good. It's not good. It's marvelous to see the twist in the series and how it sort of twists your oh. perspective on it. Like, he comes out to be this great cat lover and loves the animals, and, you know, he's just there to care for them. But then as it progresses, and then he's getting his shoes. Remember when he thought like, someone was trying to assassinate him by yeah. putting deodorant on his shoes? No, yeah, well, they, yeah, yeah. And the liger, he had a liger, didn't he? And the liger kept going at his feet and started grabbing his shoe yeah and then he like starts beating the fucking cat and then he starts shooting at the cat yeah That's he, when it's sh- like, he shot away Ooh. from it to scare it didn't he still he said he never shoot one of his tigers still but then oh yeah we could go in deep I don't want to ruin it for everyone. that's not ruin it but 
the Tiger King effect is very real. It is, isn't it? It's very real. Everyone I know has watched it. Yeah. It's great. But I dare say it, it's, it's, it's one of the best... It's one of the most well-done documentaries I've seen. Like, just for entertainment-wise, mm. it keeps you, like, you have to watch the next step kind of thing. You've seen that meme of uh, Trump talking to his advisor? I have, yeah. Eddie Bravo <laughs> put it up, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what do you want us to do, boss? Release the Tiger documentary. <laughs> what? So everyone's been talking about. It's up a Corona or Tiger King. But not a Strange Makes podcast, even though that's a total contradiction because that's all we've been talking about. Let's get on to the main enchilada. What do you reckon, Hedge? The big one. The big popper. The big one. Uh, yeah. Let's. So this episode is about... We love to get into the unknown. Yeah. Try to educate people on shit they don't probably know of or little knowledge of. Well, I didn't know especially, anything about this. Especially in Australia's very own backyard. Oh, yeah. It's a bit sus, this one. Very sus. There's a lot of different <laughs> ways it goes. And uh, we're talking about the Maree Man, which is in South Australia, a uh, few hundred kilometres north of Adelaide. Yeah. And so, let's just dive right in. The Maree Man. So, they call it the Maree Man or Stuart's Giant. So, it's like a modern geoglyph. Yeah. So what's a geoglyph for everyone out there going, what's a geoglyph? It's a fucking good question. It's, it's a symbol, buddy. Yeah, yeah, a symbol, but it's in the ground, isn't it? That someone's yeah. like... Put that, put that geo, put that geo something. in front of it, we all know. Yeah, fair enough. Go on. Um, so this geoglyph, for which the creation is a mystery, mm-hmm. uh, appears to depict an indigenous Australian man hunting with a boomerang or a stick. And it lies on a plateau that's uh, at Finnis Springs, 60 kilometres northwest of a township township of Maree in central South Australia. Stand up, South Australia. Yeah. They've probably been copping this their whole lives, mate. Don't worry. Well, it was only... Can you uh, Google the actual description of geoglyph, please? So people aren't like me fucking R words. Yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, I'll just continue. A ge- you just shut your whole mouth. A geoglyph is a large design <laughs> or motif, uh, generally longer than four meters, produced on the ground and typically formed by clastic rocks or similar. Similar. Uh, I can't say that word. Say it for me, White. Similarly. <laughs> Similarly. Similarly. Oh, I can't even fucking durable say elements of the landscape, such as stones, stone fragments, gravel, or earth. Similarly. Similarly, yeah, there we go. Got there. Uh, yes. Yeah, so anyway, we were pretty much right. So it's just outside, um, one hundred twenty-seven thousand square kilometer Woomera prohibited area. Yeah, it's a indigenous land, of course. So some details on the actual dimensions and scale of it. The figure is two point seven kilometers tall, with a perimeter which is the Actual dug up parts of the earth, um, totaling 28 kilometers or 17 miles. And the reason we say miles will come into this very soon. I thought I was going to start singing America. Fuck no, yeah. It's, it no. comes into it. Okay. Uh, and it extends over a total area of 2.5 kilometers squared. That's bloody big, isn't it, when you it think about it? It is huge. Now, we should uh, edit in a photo of what we're talking about when we do the. Bam, right now. Video. Here it is, everybody. <laughs> Oh, yeah, you could do the little thing that they do. They point to a part of the fucking... No, you're not going to do that. Anyway, so... Um... <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Don't want you to fucking point left and put it right. 
So, um, so uh, the, arguably it's the second biggest to Sajima Lines, which is also another big geoglyph in the world around the world. Yeah. Uh, and the biggest mystery for the Mari Man is who created it. Yeah. So no one has claimed responsibility for it, nor is there any eyewitness accounts. Well, that's it. And it only became into, I don't want to get ahead, but it only became on everyone's radar. Was it 92? 1992? Yes. Around then. Around then. We've got that. It's written. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that. Um, So premature always. Now, that just puzzles me because of the scale of the project. Like, how does nobody see this? How does nobody catch wind Mm -hmm. of it? How is there no remnants of it happening? I could take a guess. We're a huge bloody country of a lot of land. So maybe it's just been there for a long, long time and no one flew over it until well, this is the, the big, 90s. This is the big puzzle, isn't it? Yeah. Um, so they call it Stuart's Giant because it was used, this was the name that it was called in anonymous faxes that were sent to the media as press releases from an anonymous source. Let me guess, did a bloke named Stuart find it? And he's like, this is mine. <laughs> Name this after no, me. <laughs> it's actually in reference to the explorer, John McDowell Stewart. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Yes. So, um, it was discovered by a charter pilot in an overflight on the 26th of June, 1998. Mm, 98 then. Yes. Okay. But that's so, what was discovered. So, who, yes. who knows how And then shortly been. after it was discovered, it was closed by the South Australian government. Following legal action. <laughs> this taken, is ours. Taken in late July by native title claimants. Oh, the Aboriginals came in and said, hey, uh... you bet your ass you can fly over it and pay for it. Oh, really? Yeah. So You're cashing in. Yeah, okay. Cashing in. Okay. Come see your very own Come on. Australian crop just, just hop on Bob's plane. You only charge you 250 it. bucks. So, more detail on the Mari Man itself. So, a lot of people sort of argue what it actually shows yeah because some people would say every time I show someone they say is that Egyptian because of the head the head looks like I think it's Osiris yeah yeah something similar to that um so but the the most common is it's a man holding a throwing stick uh used to disperse small flocks of birds or it's a boomerang yeah or an enormous figure of an aboriginal man hunting birds Jerking the abrit now, go on. <laughs> <laughs> go on. So, um, in 90, 1998, December, it had been noted that the outline matched in reverse. So, if you reverse the yeah, outline. That bitch, yeah. yeah. That of an Artemisian Zeus bronze, which was raised from the bottom of the Adriatic Sea in 1928. Okay, you've lost me. What do you mean? Yep. <laughs> a, uh, in the sea. Statue that was... A statue in the sea? Yes. Lifted what? out of the sea in 1928. I knew you missed this. Yeah, I didn't <laughs> know you, about that. I'm not reading you like fucking <laughs> not running into much gym fire and what I Fucking just sit down. <laughs> just sit the fuck down, bro. Okay, I'll be quiet. You keep educating. <laughs> Go on. Um, so the actual lines that mm. outlined it, which this is where I start getting a little bit fascinated, were about 20 to 30 centimetres wide. Okay. Right. So this is when you start thinking, oh, yeah, earth moving equipment. Maybe that's how they did it. Mm. Um, and bring, then. Or, bring in a cheeky bobcat, get it done. Oh, sorry. Correction. 20 to 30 centimeters deep and 35 meters wide. 
Okay. So you think about 35 meters wide outline. How many times you got to go around the same circuit, let's call it, to get that image coming up? A few times. 35 meters wide. Yeah, it's it's a lot. In let's that, say the plow width of a normal machine. Forgive my ignorance for the terminology. Is two meters, well, maybe yeah. greater. Three meters. Yeah, I reckon, still. I reckon three, four meters would be sort of max you're looking at, yeah. unless you go big industrial style. But um, which is what people. To be honest, you've drawn me in for the first time. I'm listening. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Murray Man has gradually eroded. Yeah. Through natural processes. Mm. Uh, and due to the climate, which you know over here we're extremely dry and barren, especially in that region. Yeah. So, but it was still visible in 2013, and then it was uh, re-outlined in 2016. So they to went keep it. Wait. So, so, so you just know them pilots have been hitting up the government and saying we need to fucking redo this. We're making too much money out of these flights. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Yes. Yeah, so they've narrowed it down to the creation of the Murray Man occurred between May 27th, 1998. And June 12th, 1998. I don't know where you get those dates from. Probably satellite images on either side of the Yeah, those Google dates. Earth, maybe. They've been going yeah. around for a while. So that's now. just the window that they've nominated from where it probably came from. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes, it does say this. So it's compared images collected from NASA. Ooh. NASA's Landsat 5 satellite. So yeah, you can see this thing from fucking space, which is fucking nuts. It's uh, pretty crazy. So yeah, um,. It goes, this land was like commonly known to be undisturbed. So when you pick up these images, you go, okay, what's going on here? Mm. So, yeah, so back in August 2016, they carried it out to redefine the geoglyph um, using a grader, which was assisted by GPS. Ooh. So that's one of the biggest theories in this, which we'll get to. But just remember that, GPS. So, um... Yeah, so they did that, and then they were able to create an outline which was matching the original Mari Man. Um, so two decades after its creation, it's speculated that the work done mm-hmm. to recreate it using GPS technology, it couldn't have been done without using GPS originally. And they didn't have GPS back then. I'd not legit GPS. Not, not in country Australia. Not to the advanced stage that it's at. Yeah, yeah. So... Then you ask yourself again, okay, how the fuck they do it? Yeah. I imagine a lot of people at home are going, it's just like crop circles. <laughs> a lot of crop circle nuts are just going. But think yeah, about it. Yeah, I'm with you. How you do it without GPS? Yeah, I know. How you do something that big and know what you're drawing hmm. without GPS? Um, without markers to indicate where you need to go? On this short forum, being yeah. a podcast, it'd be hard to work out quickly. But I imagine there would be ways... There would but be ways, but this, yeah. This is why it's still a mystery. Yeah. People are like, okay, fuck. All right. <laughs> All right, fuck. Um, so let's talk about the initial discovery a little bit. Yeah. Trek Smith is Good the name. name of the charter pilot. It is a fucking... Trek, you don't hear that often. I reckon. Charter pilot, which was flying between Mari and Cooper Petty. Yeah. You know that name. Uh, remote north of South Australia. Spotted the figure. It's fascinated Australians due to its size and the mystery surrounding how it came to be. Mm. Shane Anderson from the William Creek Hotel, 200 kilometres northwest of the town of Murray, claimed the hotel received an anonymous fax describing the location of the artwork. 
Ooh. So a few tip-offs. So these anonymous press releases is what they're calling them. There were several anonymous press releases sent to media and local businesses in July and August 1998, just after the occurrence or the discovery. Would have been a popular town for a good year, I reckon, yeah. Yeah. But this led to the suggestion that it was created by people from the United States. Which will get into. Those cheeky yanks, what are they doing? Yeah. What are they doing? So people thought... fuck South Australia. (laughs) (laughs) They just come down here to fuck with us. Mm. So... The reason people thought this was because in the releases it said, Your state of SA, Queensland Barrier Reef, mentioned Aborigines from the local Indigenous territories. All terms that are not used by Australians. Yeah. So the releases also mentioned the Great Serpent in Ohio. The Great Serpent in Ohio. Yes, you probably have to look that one up. Tell me what that one is. (coughs) Go on. Uh, Corona. (laughs) (laughs) So, not well known outside the US, the Great Serpent in Ohio, which you will tell us in a couple of seconds. Yeah. Also conjectured that these features of the press release may have been red hearings inserted to provide an illusion of American authorship. So, designed to make you think that the Americans did it. Put the blame on someone else, create mass hysteria or some shit like that. You know. Uh, And then a number of the features of the writing also seemed to point to a foreign author. So the letter quoted measurements in miles, yards, and inches, sort of what we were talking about before, why they reference miles. Okay, yeah. Um, instead of the metric system, which we use. Uh, so a number of the phrases and names, such as Queensland Barrier Reef and Indigenous Territories, just didn't match up to what we use. Mm. So one thing that was found at the site of the Murray Man is uh, they call it a preservative bottle. 16th of July, 1998. Small glass jar was found in a trough, which was freshly dug okay. at the site and contained a satellite photo. What? Yeah, of the Murray Man. Keen, yeah. Yeah. How soon after it was made you get a satellite photo? Yeah. In a jar. This, okay. Strange, yeah. Yeah. How like how do you get that? Who does that? Oh, this is this is great. I'm into <laughs> this now. This is a conspiracy. How, how do you get a satellite photo so quick? You, you know what um And then know. how do you get out there? People have just like found this, right? Mm. So where did this is one where I get stuck. The timeline of discovery was with between June, right? Yeah. Twelfth of June, and then a month later, you must have people swarm in this area, constantly checking it to see, you know, if anything is changing. <clears throat> Excuse me, if anything's changing or what's going on because it's just been discovered. So it'd be a massive hype center, and then someone manages to slip in and put a jar there with a photo of it from the fucking space. Like, and then, when was this? Sorry, that there was a ninety-eight, ninety-nine around. This is all ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. This is a month later. This jar Satellite, popped eh? up. Satellite ninety-eight. Uh, quickly so, though, the Ohio yep, serpent. Um, in Ohio. Yeah, yeah. It's what is it? Mean? Three foot high prehistoric effigy mound on a plateau of the Serpent Mound crater along Ohio Bush Creek in Adams County, Ohio. Hmm. Uh, so I wonder but, what the reference was. Looking at it though, it's like, yeah, it's quite high. Well, three foot. It's not huge. But it just goes around like a serpent, and it's like goes for ages. Yeah. So you look down, it looks like a snake. So it is very okay. strange. I think I've seen that. It's most definitely man-made. But 
I mean, it's most definitely looks man-made because, um, yeah, it wouldn't be hard to do that three-foot-high um, mounds. <laughs> you know what I mean? Making them look like a serpent. Well, I just wonder. It what, looks cool from a satellite. Looks amazing. What reference it has to that? I guess. It doesn't really say here what reference it makes exactly they're, they're to the great. They're probably going on about other geoglyphs, which I've got one I want to talk about, but we'll finish Murray, man. Go on. All right, go on. Uh, so, guess what else was in the jar with a satellite photo? Cum. <laughs> Cum jar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you got it. No, you're, not. you're way, you're way off. Uh, give us a hint. Don't you just give it away. Sexual predator. Go on. Uh, there was a note bearing the US flag. Which makes references to Branch Davidians and Stuart's giant. So the Branch Davidians, yeah. you'll love this. I'm going up your alley. Okay. It's a cult group that was based on a property near Waco, Violent Soho, yeah, yeah, Texas, which was raided in 1993, mm-hmm. which led to the death of the cult leader, David oh. Koresh, as well as 82 other Branch Davidian followers. So yeah, that cult got fucked up. How'd they die? Sorry. I would presume that the Texans... Drank the Kool-Aid. Oh, the Texans, yeah, yeah, yeah. I could take a guess as well. Fucking just shot them to shit. Eat some lead, bitch. I used my revolver. (laughs) Sold these arguments. Right. There's also a plaque found. Shut up, White. I got a quick, I got a quick, um, I got a quick uh, fun fact. In America, like, all the top words, um, I've seen this graph of, like, all the words that everyone says in America. And, like, everywhere is, like, high or... No, the, like, the top words said in that state. <laughs> you better tell me that howdy's up there. Except in <laughs> Texas, which is howdy. But go on, yeah. Howdy. <laughs> howdy there, bro. <laughs> so, there's also a plaque found. But this wasn't found until January 1999. Yeah. So, a fax got sent in January 1999 to officials, which described a dedication plaque buried five metres... Or on the note, it said 16 feet mm. south of the nose of the Maori man. So the plaque also bore an American flag, which was about three centimeters long by two centimeters high. Mm. And it also had an imprint of the Olympic rings. And it bore the words, In honor of the land they once knew, his attainments in these pursuits are extraordinary. A constant source of wonderment and admiration. Hook, line, sink. Because <laughs> what I'm thinking is, didn't the Olympic rings mean something else? Wasn't wasn't the Olympics started yeah, because of was... the Greek gods? <clears throat> Look that one up. I'll tell you where that quote came from. Well, while it, was, you do that. it was Greek, Greece, maybe not the I'm gods. Pretty sure it was. So that quote comes from Hedley H. Finlayson's 1946 book, The Red Center, in a section describing the hunting of wallabies in throwing with throwing sticks. And the photographs of hunters without loincloths and other details seen in the Maori man. I'm so excited. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go on. So the book deals with the hunters of the Pitjant Jat Jara tribe. I probably said that fucking wrong, but Let's go it is it. what it is. It's what it is. Go on, tell me about these rings. Oh, here we and go. I can see a look in your face. You're yeah. about to fucking jizz and <laughs> flip this table. Get ready to take a left turn. Oh, the, the Olympic steer it back. <laughs> Please steer it back. We're steep right nah, this is This is interesting. The Olympic Games began over 2,700 years ago in Olympia in southwest Greece. Okay. Every four years, around 50,000 people came from all over 
the Greek world to watch and take part. The ancient games were also a religious festival held in honor of Zeus. Your boy Zeus, yeah, everybody. That, is that not fucking bananas that we still have the Olympics today? Isn't it bananas isn't that it the Mari man fucking had Olympic reference, rings there? Reference to Olymp- uh, yeah, but see, a lot of people reference those rings. Mm. But I'm, I'm saying what's crazy is that the Olympic rings, the symbol of the Olympic rings, yeah. just look at the history of it, like you just found out. Yeah. We have crazies that. Yeah, it's it's all coming together. We're going to sort this out in the next 20 minutes, everybody. <laughs> so whoever's marketing that must know the history behind it and then why, yeah. are, they, why are they marketing well, it? Well, you know, you're going to love this. You know what they reckon uh, the main reason for you? Well, it's... It's just like a bit of chat about it, but what people think, uh, geoglyphs are for. Go. They are um, created to be seen by deities in the sky. This is what deities a bunch or of deities. I've never deities. I always get it wrong. Yeah, one of the two. But yeah, that's what that's what uh, it's like hypothesized. So are, we, but... are we swinging right back to the twelve gods right now? <laughs> we we uh, can't. We can't. Should we load up our Zeus stock? We or can't. <laughs> No, Swing on. it back, we'll get there. Go on. We, but, we'll but talk is, about it. It is kind of weird, though. What's the fucking point of it? Yeah. All of them. Like, there's loads of them. Geoglyphs, Google, there's loads of them. I think we should probably do an episode on the Olympic rings. Yeah, I'm keen. I think. Let's I'm write pretty... that one down. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> I reckon that one goes real fucking deep. Okay, now we're turning, taking a right. Oh. We're getting back yeah. in the Let's go back. Lane. Let's go back. Come on. <laughs> back <laughs> to the Murray, man. Yeah. So, as all this is going on, you got people coming out of the woodwork suggesting who created it. So, you got... Uh, some suggested creators, and this is the most popular one, Bardius Goldberg, is a Northern Territory artist. He died in 2002. R.I.P. Yep. He lived at Alice Springs, and he's always been suggested as the creator of the work. Oh, okay. So he was known to be interested in creating a work, and this is quote, one of, this is quoting him. Yeah. Creating a work visible from space. That was his thing, eh? Yeah, and so when he got asked, he refused to nor confirm nor deny that he created the image. Good man. Yeah. Smart. Yeah. That's what I love about Banks. Just chilling. Just going, fuck these yeah, dumb he's, fuckers. He's keeping the deal. Yeah. So um, other people just suggest that there's members of either the Australian Army or American soldiers which were stationed in Woomera. And they like to say they're responsible, yeah, which, you know, the United States thing does line up. Mm. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like just a couple of army blokes from fucking America, just like fuck it, let's fuck with these Aussies, man. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> bored, eh? <laughs> fuck with these Aussies, so I can go back to Cali. <laughs> so, uh, some reactions, mm. the initial reactions, yeah, about the Murray man. Uh, much of the public and the media was positive. Yeah, uh, it was all over newspapers. They wanted to make it permanent by excavating the outline down to the white chalky layer. Of the uh, earth. There is a fancy word for that. I don't fucking have it on the yeah. tip of my tongue. Well, really, you can dig that deep and it just becomes a white chalk. Well, there's different layers. It's different layers. You we're going to get sidetracked again. Fuck, anyway, go on. Yeah. Um, so at the time of the discovery, the area was part federal uh, of a federal court lawsuit Ooh. through the National Native Title Tribunal, Yeah. which was trying to determine who the traditional owners of that land were. The Aboriginals. Let's not even yes. go there. But there is the di- there's different tribes. That's, oh, that's true, the issue. True. Yeah, fair enough. So it was claimed by both the Arabuna people. Yeah. You've heard of the Arabuna people. Not at all, but go on. Okay. 
and the Deary Mitha. Who had been oh, in I know the Deary Mitha well. <laughs> As if I know any of it. Go on. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, who had been in dispute for several years. The Deary Mitha... I think I'm saying it wrong, but forgive me. Close the Deary Mitha publicly complained about the harm and exploitation of the dream time that this caused. Oh, shit. We've never talked about the dream time, but no, go on, which is fascinating. We should go have on. Yeah. gone into that. Yeah, yeah. We can. There's plenty of time. Yep. We're in isolation. What else are we doing? <laughs> Just kidding. We're essential workers, Brett. <laughs> yeah, we got to keep working till you die. Got to keep risking my life every day. <laughs> so, um, And they wanted this image to be erased and for the artist to be prosecuted. Ooh. Too bad you didn't know who the fuck it was. Yeah. So, um, as native title, title claimants, the Deary Method took legal action to stop charter flights and vehicles visiting the Mari men. Really? Uh, they prompted the state government to close the area to the public. So you couldn't go in there and you still can't go in there. So the Arabuna replied through a solicitor that the area covered points of archaeological interest and that the artist could be prosecuted. So they were sort of in agreement. Just so find fuck him. up this artist Whoever fuck he was Whoever he is <laughs> Just some bloke Back in Cali Smoking doobies Going fuck yeah, this yeah, yeah man I missed my time In the uh, What, what was it I got nothing Go on Yeah you got, <laughs> Fucked me up there So we May 2012 American Federal court handed Native title To the Arabuna people Yeah So the other ones Got fucked up uh, The artwork was eventually Called Environmental Vandalism By the former Environment Minister Dorothy Cotts and graffiti by the South Australian Chief of Aboriginal Affairs, wow. David Ruthman. They got shitty with it, didn't they? Did. And then I fast did. forward to 2016, we're remarking it. Anyway. Uh, yeah, yeah, but let's be honest. Like, what else are they using the, like, that land for? Not to be rude, but like, it's, as you said, Still. it's barren land. Still. What's the fucking deal? It's traditional land, so you don't know what was there before. It's true. It's true. <clears throat> we, should get, um, we should get an elder on here one day. Not even kidding. No, it'd be it'd good. Be fascinating, mate. It'd be good. I would love to be have the dream time explained to me. Yeah, man. I remember in school. Anyway, go on. <laughs> We're going to get started. June 2018. Get this. Yeah. Uh, adventurer, Dick Smith. <laughs> He's got his finger in every pie, <laughs> Dick, does. isn't he? he I'll, I'll make peanut butter. I'll do it all. Go he on. doesn't. I knew you'd love that. <laughs> so you had a team working on investigating the origins of the Murray Man. Because fuck it. It's a Wednesday. I've had enough me electronics. Let's do something else. Yeah, let's mix it up. <laughs> Two years they searched for the uh, creator. No avail. Yeah. Offering $5,000. Not real appetizing to me, dick, but... Dick. Sure. You're too tight, dick. Make more money doing the charter flights. Yeah, true. Um, so the South Australian state government sub- subsequently formally stated that they would not pursue any legal proceedings against the creator if they were identified. Mm, they're getting probably desperate, trick, eh? Probably yeah. trick. Come on, mate. Come out of hiding. <laughs> Put him in jail. <laughs> so uh, let's get into the theories. Yeah. So this this goes deep into the theories of the creation and suspicions surrounding Mari men. So Dick Smith put his reward out there, <laughs> as you do. Uh, so then some people started suggesting that the creation of the geoglyph was a stunt pulled by a local scenic flight operator who served to profit from the tourism that would come. Other theories began. That's a good theory, though, wouldn't it? This is the greatest theory, because it's right up our alley. Murray Man was the work of an extraterrestrial race or a warning to po- politician Pauline Hanson <laughs> regarding racist mm-hmm. comments 
made about Australian Aborigines. How did they link that up with Pauline Hanson? Because they just fucking hate her, Brett. <laughs> they just hate her. Do you remember the time they had kids spat in her face? Yeah, of course. Remember that back in the day? Of course. She's like, how are you? You put like, that yeah. in the same column as that bloke throwing his shoe at George Bush. Oh, yeah. All the egg. All, all that le- legend dude who uh, threw the egg on that. Egg boy? Yeah, egg boy. Yeah, yeah. He's still a legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out to you, egg boy. Thanks for making our lives so much richer. Whatever happened to Egg Boy, eh? But anyway, fuck Egg Boy. Get him on. Keep going. (laughs) Anyone. Anyone who's keen. (laughs) So, Mari, uh, publican Phil Turner, says he was convinced that its creators were professionals and they used GPS technology. He continues and said, whoever did the outline marked it out with bamboo nursery skewers at every 10 metres, which were found at the Mari Man. Ooh, okay. Yeah. So, um... This is, he told that to the BBC. Uh, if you didn't have the coordinates, you would have no idea if you're standing in his left toe or his elbow. Oh, okay. So, considering GPS t- uh, technology was in its infancy at that time, it's an absolutely remarkable feat to get that done. And this is what I was telling you. Mm. Even when you get... How do you do it without GPS? Exactly. Mm. So, despite the lack of conclusive proof of its creator... Most of the clues led to the conclusion that the Americans did it. Fucking Yanks. So, in the final strange set of clues were a few man-made objects that were found at the Mar- in a pit Sorry, near the site. Included the jar, the satellite photo, and the reference to that cult. Was it a big pit? Big pit? It was a big pit. Yeah, okay. Big pit, yeah. yeah. So, you just dig a pit. <laughs> <laughs> And we just start driving in the pit. pit. Just drive, drive under, drive under everything. Yeah, wow, crazy yeah. shit. Yeah, so the yeah, Americans some... sneaking in there is um, concerning. Yeah. Even if it was the Americans, even if it's like realistically, it's probably not aliens. Well, <laughs> it probably was man-made. But, but um, even what, like, why? If it was the army, it somehow was the American ninety-eight, some fuckers got in there and drew this fucking thing. But the Olympic rings. What's the Olympic rings doing there? Yeah, that's what's you're stuck on, aren't you? Well, what the fuck? <laughs> what has it got to do with? It's puzzling. The, the that's what I mean. This, I feel what's... like this goes so much deeper than we were able to find. Yeah. But I scoured the fucking internet. Yeah, so, you did. You've like, done well. Honestly, because um, I, I did too, and I, I didn't go as hard as you, obviously. But yeah. like, I was like, man, I'm there's, not... there's probably so much more that I missed. Yeah. But we're not done, Brad. Ooh, <laughs> we're not done. So pulling out early, sorry. This is the biggest questions I could come up with. Yeah. Right. So somehow they managed to draw this thing without being seen and with no one spilling the beans. Because you can imagine, not one, one bloke wouldn't have done this. Need a team. One bloke sure. couldn't have done this. Yeah, Even yeah. between the time of. Remember, uh, everybody. It's May over and two June. kilometers big. It's huge. It's a huge. Twenty-eight product. kilometers in, in tracks. Yeah. When you go around it, it's twenty-eight kilometers. Yeah. Wow. You know how long it takes to dig 28 kilometers? I don't, but I'm 30 imagine. centimeters deep and 35 meters wide. It'd be a nightmare. So you don't have to go 28 kilometers around once. You're fucking doing it a couple of times. Doing a few laps, yeah. Uh, More than a few. Anyway. So my question is look at how remote the area is, mm. right? How long would it have taken? Well, like, you know, they've got the estimates. How'd they stock up enough supplies, so fuel, if they're using excavation diggers and shit like that? Mm. Mechanical issues. What if they're running the mechanical issues with the machinery? What if mm. you hit something that fucking hard that fucks up your fucking machine? Digger. <laughs> Not the digger, yeah. Uh, maintenance. And if it's man-made, 
Tell me how nobody noticed any earth moving equipment being moved into the area. Well, that's it. In a remote area like that, how do you not notice truckloads of machinery being transported to an area? And like, it could 60 kilometers is the nearest town, Marie. Mm-hmm. Well, there's not even homes like around either. I remember no, like, looking at the nothing. top view. There's nothing near. It's just, it would be a total, total huge job yeah. to achieve. If you need a big team, and it will take months. Yeah, and they got surveyors in too mm. to give their point on it, and they speculate that it's made by a bulldozer. Could have taken weeks. No one claims to have seen or heard a thing. Yeah, wow. Well. So. There's only one track that led in and out of the site. There was no footprints, no tire marks, and police investiga- investigation come up with nothing. And why? Let, let's 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 wonder for a second. Why is it so? It's like it's like an Aboriginal, isn't it? But like with a different well, head. Because it wasn't it. Fro- is it got a boomerang or some kind of stick? It looks like it's just stick. throwing. But then again, like it doesn't look like that. Like we'll we'll put the image in the episode and people yeah. can make up their own minds. But it looks like to me like it's pointing at something. Hmm. Because in that statue that they were talking about, they pulled out of the ocean, that's also using something and pointing at something. So, What are they pointing to, Wyatt? I don't know. I don't know. It's so intriguing, isn't it? Yeah. But whatever that... we got to put up a link on yeah, that uh, we got for the, the statue, um, yeah. statue, man. Yeah, yeah we'll have to put some images up there as well. To hear about that, yeah. So, um, you know, there was also people that coming out of the woolworks telling people that they knew who did it, and you always get those types of It was Phil down the road. Yeah. <clears throat> well, they're all coming out saying it was this artist and saying that he was behind it and people claiming to have known him and saying that they told him, but like this bloke was known for not really engaging. Yeah. So, but I, I think... There's no way one artist could pull that off. Exactly, no exactly. No There's got to be a trail somewhere of him... Because con- he couldn't do it by himself. It's, it's obvious. It's, it's just, obvious. I know, like, I just can't stress the size of it, though. You can't pull that off. You can't be an artist and be like, yeah, It's I'm the second biggest geoglyph in the world. Really? By its size. Wow. So how do... <laughs> yeah. How else do you do it, if not with bulldozers and mechanical equipment and loads and loads of people? Well, if... Uh, well, what was I saying about the deities to see from the sky and the Olympic rings? It's definitely a bit supernatural. Even yeah. if it was man-made. Well, it makes your mind wander there. Yeah, yeah. Even if it was man-made and if some bloke made it, it's just like... Hmm. If the army were there, if there was Americans that have been linked to the army to do it, hmm. Why are you doing that? Are you fu- like we're joking around, like oh yeah, you're just fucking around with these Aussies? But that's what? a very specific thing to draw. That's what I'm saying, man. It doesn't make much sense. Like if you're American doing that, why wouldn't you just draw Uncle Sam? But then you can see it from the sky. So what, why would you set it up to for it to be seen from the sky? That's the whole idea. Exactly. Each part of it points you in a different direction of who you're, you think the creator is. I think that's the uniqueness about it. Mm. It's like, no matter which way you look, any bit of evidence you come across, you think, oh, fuck, maybe it was that. Oh, fuck, maybe it was that. Mm. You don't know. And that's all I kept coming across. I was like, shit, this bit of information makes me think it was this. But then this bit makes me think it was this. And then what the fuck is it a drawing of? What is it? They even make sure they didn't miss the penis. The penis is on the fucking. He, he's not a. He's, he's not hanging well, is he? Oh, you know, it's adequate. <laughs> adequate size in comparison seemed, seemed to statues right to around the world. You know what I mean? <laughs> you remember <laughs> statue said, of David? He's man. not sure he's grow. David would have been pissed off, eh? You, bro. You <laughs> fucking taking the piss. You know it was cold. Beryl, Beryl was Beryl was designed. <laughs> Always Beryl with you. <laughs> Beryl designed David. Everyone knows that. Anyway, uh, well, Beryl's head was on a stick probably after that. So <laughs> yeah. Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, let me quickly say something about the uh, 
because well, once you said we were doing this, so we're moving ahead with the Mari man for this podcast. So I wanted to find like another sort of geo glyph that I could sort of bounce so, off with. Trying to wrap up on. Yeah, yeah, and the, the Nazca lines in Peru. So this blew me away. Something. Anything in South America, I'm intrigued. Yeah, man. Yeah, we got to do an episode in South America one day. We got we got to do a lot. We have we have got a lot coming up. We got we got time off our sleeves now as well with this Corona effect. Anyway, so this um this the Zarka lines are a group of very large geoglyphs formed by depressions of shallow incisions made in the soil. Uh, of the Nazca Desert in southern Peru. And basically what it is, mate, I won't just spill it all off, but it's like, there's like loads of weird, weird lines and everything, and you're like, oh, yeah, it's kind what, of odd. What do the lines sort of look like, though? Like squiggly, just squiggly fuckers. But, this but is they look like they were on purpose. Let me get to the... Yep, carry on, sorry. To the main, main one, mate. Continue. And then there was more than... So there's always squiggly lines and shit. But then there's more than 70... Zoomorphic, they call it. Zoomorphic designs of animals such as like hummingbirds, spiders, fish, llamas, jaguar, monkeys, lizards, dogs, and humans. And then you look at it. So, N A Z C A Nazca lines in Peru. You look at it, and it's the exact same shit as Mario Man, but just loads and loads of them. As I said, like over um, well seventy in total of just animals, spiders, lizards, spiders and lizards. Hey mate. What are they doing? <laughs> but the idea again is like, what's the purpose? And this was done like back in the day. We we're talking a long time ago. It was a uh, 500 BC. Yeah. So this is like yeah, super old school. Yeah. So geoglyphs have been happening as, as far as we can look back. Yeah. So why are they still being made today? Why is Mari Man happening? And then we could obviously go into crop circles, which is a huge fuckery. But Can't we won't... spend too long on that one. Hey? Can't spend too long on that one. We'll be here all night. We won't go into it. But, but that's just another example of like how these things are happening. But crop circles are more interesting in the sense that like one one day the crop's normal and whatever, and the next day you've got this full, intense, like... Pristine. Mass algorithm. Yeah. Of, of crop circles like and shapes and Mathematically so set out. Well, that's what that's what all the, um, the hardcore alien nuts go on about, yeah. is how crop circles are just all maths. Well, it, it, it certainly seems that way, isn't it? Like, it's just symmetry to mm. up your fucking dick. Like, and remember crazy. I, remember I sent you that... that um, was a video online called Amazing uh, Resonance Experiment. And uh, basically, it sort of shows how potentially something a bit more advanced than what we could create. Because this guy done an example, basically, with sand. He put... I'll just read the little um, experiment. He, he puts sand on a... Chalandi plate, yeah, yeah, basically, and he uses yeah, tones to generate um, waves on the plate, and the different tones. So he turns the hertz up like from two hundred to like four hundred or whatever. One minute you got like the, the sand doing one thing, and then the next is doing something totally Shady. different. Yeah, I've seen that. Totally different, and um, and it just made me made me the best thing about it all is it's got a little saying at the front by Nikola Tesla. <laughs> and I said it to you the other the day. The man, the myth, the legend. Yeah, yeah. And the, the phrase is, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, and vibration. Thanks, Nicola. Thanks, mate. We'll, we'll look into that, yeah? <laughs> we'll get there. Should we finish on that? Let's finish on that. That's All a cool, right. cool way to finish it. Okay. All right. Take it easy, mate. Catch you later. See ya.